Welcome everybody to episode 85 of the RGW Podcast. The regular guys wrestling is back on the air. It's October 30th, 2018. Gate night, baby! Scary stuff. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> I'm, of course, the mind. And with me across is Iraq. What's going on, ladies and gents? You scared? You should be. Are you afraid? Are you scared? <laughs> Tr- trying to do the Undertaker song. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> oh no! Lip biscuit references on the RGW had to happen. Yeah, we were just waiting for that special day, and today is that day. Oh, big evil, and Jimmer's not here to enjoy it. No, he's not. His favorite band. Oh, too bad. His favorite band. His favorite version of the Undertaker. Big evil. Big evil. Oh, well. What do we got going on today there, man? So we got a big show tonight. We are talking not one, but two pay-per-views. That's right. We're talking, we're reviewing the women's evolution pay-per-view. The all-women's paper that happened this past Sunday. We're talking all about it. The good, the bad, the Great. The moderately okay. The moderately okay. Yeah, I think it was a lot better than what we thought it was going to be. I think it might be better than moderately okay. Yeah, absolutely. And then we're going to be giving our predictions on the upcoming, well, should we call it a pay-per-view or should we just call it a flaming bag of garbage? (laughs) Catastrophe. A hot, hot garbage, if you will. That is crown jewel. Things are not looking good and we will be discussing that as well for the crown jewel quote-unquote, pay-per-view. It's happening on Friday. This could be our first time that we've ever done a uh, a review and a prediction on one show. That's right. It may be the second time, but I cannot think of another time. You know where you could find out, right? On listennotes.com, where you can catch all 85 episodes of the RGW podcast. Boom! That's right. A we- plug early in the show. Might as well. Keep them coming. Keep them often. <laughs> But before we start off with the review and the preview, let's start with some rumors. Iraq, what do you got for rumor number one? All right, so according to PW Insider, Michael Cole was put on lead commentary duties for Evolution because WWE didn't want to ask Renee Young or Beth Phoenix to do something that they've never done in a big spot like that before. And that makes perfect sense. I mean, Beth Phoenix is... I think she started. I think she just started commentary last year. Yeah, as like the third person for Mix Match Challenge, if I'm not mistaken. Right, right. And not only that, you know, Renee's fairly fresh as well. And Michael Cole actually did a really good job. He constantly was praising the women. Oh yes, totally. He said it was you know it was, it was an honor to to be uh, a commentator by their side, and he was excited for all of the matches that evening. Yeah, I thought he actually did a really good job. Yeah, in, you know, he had his experience, and he was respectful at the same time. Um, props to him; he did a great job. That's right. Uh, yeah, and uh, for the fans who watched uh, May Young Classic this year, he that was that was the that was the booth on the May Young Classic. So, oh, it was the same one. Yeah, the th- the the three of them were did the May Young Classic together, so it felt really comfortable and natural t- to me. Yeah, and you know what? Next year, I highly doubt they would require him by their side. Renee will be a seasoned vet at that stage. Yeah, that's right. Maybe Beth Phoenix will be by Renee's side, and yeah. you know, maybe they'll have like someone else, like Lita or someone as well. Sure. So 
yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they ran like pre. Yeah, she, yeah. Renee Young's ran like ran like pre shows and stuff, but she's just starting out in commentary. I don't even know if she's been there a month, doing that a month. That's right. And originally, I was kind of surprised to see that there was male uh, referees there, but really, they only have one female res- referee on the NXT roster. She's pretty fresh, and they can't just have her ref every single match. Exactly. Um, the fact that you know during the Becky, I think it was the Becky and Charlotte match, or was it the Ronda and Nikki match? They had uh, the senior ref there. Um, what's his name? Not uh, Tom. What's the senior ref's name? Oh, um, Kyoto. Uh, Mike Kyoto. That's yeah, correct. Yeah, he did the the uh, Becky uh, Charlotte match. Yeah, and it actually really suited that he was there because yeah. it had a big fight feel to right. it, and he's been there forever. Since yeah. the early 90s That's or right. late 80s, to my knowledge. Exactly. So it, it worked that he was there, but it was really good to see that they also utilized that female referee uh, for some of the matches as well. Do they have one or two? I thought they maybe they have. Oh, maybe it's two? I thought it was one. Like oh, the you know one what? that they I had th- used, I would recognized. Okay, yeah. Th- I think they brought another one this year for the Mayo Classic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, there you go. It overall turned out quite well with that. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Next up, so the Wrestling Observer Newsletter says that Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella had been practicing their evolution match, quote-unquote, all week to make sure it went over well in that main event position. What's your thoughts on wrestlers in general, whether it be male or female, practicing matches over and over? Does it add kind of more for a robotic feel? Kind of like we've talked, we've discussed this in the past. You know how Macho Man always loved to make sure the matches went exactly as planned. Do you like that? It's hard to tell sometimes. If you're really good, you can't tell. And I kind of, I kind of felt like this match, I couldn't tell. I couldn't either. Like this, this is the first I've heard of this, and surprising. So kind of, it's kind of surprising actually. Yeah, because you'd think that when a match is rehearsed, it would kind of look almost a little bit more robotic. Yeah, almost too good, maybe. Almost too good, and that's actually where I was kind of going with this. Sometimes when you're going a, more of a, a dynamic feel as opposed to a, a practiced one. Uh, any flaws or whatnot sometimes kind of adds to the whole vibe. Yeah. Whereas if it's perfect, you know it's been rehearsed. Yeah. Now I wonder, did they did they go through move for move, second for second? I my guess is yes. Yes, you think it's yes? Yeah, yeah. my guess is yes. Yeah. Especially with uh, Ronda being green and yep. well, Nikki being rusty. So, yeah. So you know, it it is what it is when it comes to that. And maybe it was required if they wouldn't have practiced. Who knows? Who and knows? we'll be discussing the match shortly. Yep. But, um, yeah, supposedly they, they did a lot of practicing. Oh, well, practice makes perfect, as they say, so good on them. Our next rumor. On Observer Live, it was reported that Shayna Baszler hurt her ankle at Evolution, but the extent of the injury is not yet known. Did you catch the injury? Because I certainly did not. No, I never saw it. She looked fine to me yeah. at the end of the match. Um. Hopefully it doesn't impact her future. Yeah, because as, as, uh, as the show played out, they're probably uh, going to do a big angle on yeah. NXT concerning the women's championship. That's right. Um, I expected a bit of a different outcome. We'll discuss that one shortly. That's right. But so the did fact I. that she injured herself kind of leaves me scratching my head a little bit. So hopefully she can continue on. But if she can't, maybe it'll kind of move towards my original thought of where she was going to go. So. Okay. But Shayna Baszler's tough as hell. I mean, she can yeah. work through those injuries. I fully agree. Whereas you got people, no offense to her, but uh, like uh, Alexa Bliss seems to continually <laughs> injure herself. Yeah. And uh, I have a feeling that a lot of her injuries, such as that 
tingling in her fingers or her arm that we heard of a few weeks ago, I don't think that would have stopped someone like Shayna Baszler from wrestling. Uh, no, 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 not something like that. Anyways, but uh, who are we to judge? Exactly. Never know how, how uh, different things can happen to different people. That's right. Different pain tolerances. Exactly. Next up, Crown Jewel set to run for four hours per PW Insider, plus a one-hour kickoff show. I don't know if they have enough matches to do four hours. <laughs> do they? I don't know. Every well, match will be one hour in length. Right. Well, you know what? This uh, the, the World Cup tournament has is going to end up being quite a few matches. That's so. going to be the big filler? Yeah. Yeah, it's not even really clear on who's wrestling who in that World Cup. I think the brackets were shown at the oh, end it? of Raw last night. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because before that, I, I had no idea. Uh, all, there was just a picture of all of the wrestlers, and whether or not all of those wrestlers will be there will right. be discussed shortly as well. That's right. But uh, it, it kind of leaves me concerned that this pay-per-view will not be as long as originally expected because we do have some no-shows, apparently. Yeah, so, one big one. So, yeah, at least two. At least two, possibly two, yep. That's right. Uh, despite persistent injury rumors about a separated shoulder, WrestleVote says they've heard Bobby Lashley is aligned to replace John Cena at Crown Jewel, and we can, in fact, confirm that rumor. There's the spoiler alert right there. As it was mentioned on Raw on Monday. Uh, the Cena's absence will be addressed on television storyline rating him out, and that was also addressed. Yeah, okay. So what did they say exactly about John not, not, not showing up? Well, Bobby Lashley fought Finn Balor, and he didn't beat Finn Balor, but that he, like it was a, like a disqualification, and uh, they beat up uh, Bobby Lashley and uh, what's his name beat up Finn Balor at the end of the match. Right. And because Baron Corbin is not a fan of Finn Balor, they've had their ups and downs. They've had their, they've had a, a tumultuous relationship to say the least. So he said, "I was so impressed with your." With your uh, efforts against at with Finn Balor, that I'm taking John Cena out of the out of the World Cup tournament and putting you in. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of thing like that, and it's, and all the you know Michael Cole and are like he can't do that. How could you do that? It's John Cena. It's kind of a lame storyline. Pretty. Meh, I I agree. Okay. But, I actually thought they were going to be straight up in regards to why he wasn't going. Oh no! Never, no, no way. No, no. Even though, even though they haven't mentioned Saudi Arabia in like a month, <laughs> they haven't. You're right. They haven't said the words. No, they just say uh, crown, crown jewel. jewel. That's all crown they're jewel. saying. Yeah, you know what? I think this will be the last Saudi Arabian show. I think, yeah, regardless of their eleven yeah. eleven contract deal, they will they will pull out and they will get. Uh, who knows? They might even sue. I don't know. Like I don't know if there's legal things they can do. It's they they have, and I'm not talking about Saudi Arabia suing. I'm talking about WWE. WWE suing Saudi Arabia. He, so, like not Saudi Arabia, the country, but <laughs> suing someone. This is terrible. Like this is really bad for WWE. Well, I don't know if he could get suing whoever's in charge of this because I think whoever's in charge of this is that big prince in Saudi Arabia. So. He kind of does all the wheelings and dealings, so that might be trouble. Just gets them all murdered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know. Uh, it, it's just weird. It, it seems like uh, if WWE were to back out, uh, and it seems like they're they're forced to do so next year, it just seems like Saudi Arabia screwed WWE over more uh, than WWE screwed over Saudi Arabia by backing out of their nine more appearances. Yeah. Well, they did this to, to themselves. They did. 
They really did. But they they don't expect anybody to like be any different about it. They should they should just do business with them because business, they want to do business. business. So you should do business with us. Oh yeah, and ignore everything going ignore on. Ignore everything else. There's nothing happening over here. Pay no attention to that. Yeah, I don't know. Easier said than done, right? No kidding. Ugh, little awkward if you ask me, but. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think the only reason they're going through this one is because they they didn't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. I think I, re- I read somewhere that if they wanted to, bu- they would have had to have booked something else like a month in advance. Ugh. There's nowhere to do it. It's like a logistics nightmare. They, Super think- Showdown 2! Yeah. We're coming back! <laughs> but you were just here! We're coming back! <laughs> Alright, so, next rumor. Insider claims they heard a pitch for adding... Drew McIntyre to Friday's Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar match. Uh, and apparently it was just going around backstage last week, the rumors. Oh, really? Um, I don't know why you would want Drew McIntyre thrown into a match when the originals were Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. It made complete sense that they just stuck with the two guys. Don't throw another quote-unquote undeserving person into the mix. Right. It just seems thrown in. Yeah, I kind of think it would make. I don't think. I don't think it helps Drew McIntyre if he fights Brock Lesnar and kind of gets his ass kicked. Because he probably will get his ass kicked. Yeah, he, if he would, he'd probably win the eat the pin. He, I don't think he'd win the title at Crown Jewel. Absolutely, he would have ate the pin in that out of those, out of those three. Yeah. So, you know, I know they want to build up Drew, but just throwing him in there because he's a, another big guy. Yeah. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah, my opinion. I agree. So next up, Samoa Joe missed last week's live events due to an injury, notes the Wrestling Observer letter. No specifics are known, but it's possible he's still not cleared. Hmm. Poor old Joe. Poor Joe. Haven't seen him for a while, so maybe though that's true. He's becoming a little injury prone as of late. Yeah. I think might have, might have to do some of that extra weight he's carrying around. I, I actually agree with you. Like, I know it sounds mean, but I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. He, he rolls around like he's a cruiserweight, but he's a big dude. And that's bound to injure you. Yeah, exactly. Can't do that stuff he did at that size that he's at. Guy's not the Terminator. Nope. Terminator he's not. Nope. All right, next up, Dave Meltzer mentioned on Wrestling Observer Live that WWE is going to make a change and find a new way to present house shows in line with what Vince McMahon mentioned during the Q3 earnings conference call. And what did he mention in that conference call? That is the mystery, but it's actually, um, you probably find this a little intriguing, eh? Because you and I, we we do attend the odd WWE house show. That's right. I've been to every one. At first, I haven't gone in like 25 years or whatever, and then I've gone to like the last four. Four, I think, eh? Yeah. What uh, If you were to take a wild ballpark guess um, or your favorite, fantasize, what do you what could you see Vince possibly changing at house shows that you are currently used to experiencing today? Um hmm. He probably wouldn't he'd probably like more like uh maybe some uh legends to go on there, like get more dates out of people. Oh, get some higher up people in there. Yeah. Would could you foresee um house shows being recorded? Uh, not as high quality of that of Raw or SmackDown and being available to anyone that subscribes to the WWE Network. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Similar to that of... It's a bit of a, uh, a weird comparison, but if you attend a Metallica concert, 
within the next one to two weeks for free, you can download the live concerts MP3 on their website. Oh. So, similarly, if you attend uh, SmackDown Live, sorry, a SmackDown Live house show in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, can you um, possibly download it? I doubt that one. Or could you watch it at a later date on the WWE Network? That would be interesting and intriguing. I would just have one question. Would anyone that didn't go or in that city yeah. care about another city? I think they would only care if it was big-time players. Do you remember when um, – yeah, I think you attended this uh, – when Sheamus fought Brock in Winnipeg? That's right. Yeah, I was there. Okay, that was big. Yeah. Brock does not go to a lot of house shows. No. And he lives in Saskatchewan. He lives close to us. Yeah. So he showed up and he fought Seamus. Jeez, there were some HD quality good YouTube videos of like the entire match. Yeah. I don't know who recorded that thing. I think maybe it was even like I the, think the, it was the WB. Yeah. So that's kind of what got me thinking. Could, could you see them doing this going forward? Or like you said, uh, because a lot of other places really wouldn't care for the most part about a house show. Would they, uh, if they, let's a combination of our of our fantasizing here, if they have bigger big time players, Brock, uh, let's say Roman comes back, you know he gets better, or you know even, even Triple H or Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Shawn, do they get that camera rolling and offer it to uh, YouTube or WWE Network? Yeah, could be one of those specials where it's like, see Shawn, see Triple H battle like this, and it was like when I like to say uh, when Kofi fought Brock. Yeah, that was a house show, right? Is that right? It was a it was a Japan show, I think. Yeah, right? and it wasn't classified as a pay per view. No, it was just a Japan live event. Right, and I think you can watch it on the network. Yeah, it was on the network. It was like the beast that beast takes on the East or something. Yeah, like that. and I think KO fought Brock in New York at MSG. Okay, and the same thing. You could watch that kind of on YouTube. So it kind of gets you thinking: Could you see Vinnie Mac getting more uh, recordings of some uh, good big time house show matches? Yeah. And that's kind of where, that's my guess. That's my guess. Okay. And uh, I kind of like your guess, too, about just using more uh, big-time players. Uh, on um, Bruce Pritchard's podcast, they were actually mentioning how back in the day, WCW never used their big players. They never oh, no, used no. Nash, Hall, Hogan, uh, you know, uh, probably didn't even use DDP, Sting, Flair, none of those guys. Probably used Booker. Yeah, Booker. I don't know if they used Brett. No. Probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. I think Booker I think Booker was like the biggest uh middle guy that they, they used. I think Luger was there. Oh, like Luger. A, like a, what like WCW came to Winnipeg one year. Okay, and they would pr- use those type of NWO guys, the Yeah, l- like Luger, lower, Jeff Bagwell. Jarrett. Like the I think I think the the top the top face was top faces were Vampiro and Sid. Was Vampiro a face at one point? Yeah, he was. Oh, I thought he was always a heel. No. Oh, no. He was. Oh, Sid. Now yeah. we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> but he forgot his... I think he forgot the belt, and he forgot his luggage. Who, so Sid? Sid, yeah. So he, <laughs> Yeah, he was a champ at the time. He was oh. a champion at the time. He didn't have his... So he fought in jeans, and he didn't have his belt with the belt with him. That's kind of like when we went and saw that live match with uh, Snitsky. Yeah. Like, he was still wearing his... Was his track pants? I think track pants. He was in the ring for, like... Did you have a did you even have a match or just kind of No, ran? it was just like a run in, like yeah. a big boot. Yeah. We were hoping he was going to throw a plastic baby into the crowd and <laughs> yeah. he didn't. He didn't say it wasn't my fault. No. He didn't do anything. He kind of 
I think he was about to attack a girl, and he kind of was like looking at her feet. <laughs> That's right, the foot fetish yeah. Lita thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Good old creepy Snitsky. But it's kind of exciting though if uh, if Vince goes that direction. Yeah, it'd be cool. Seeing more, um, you know, kind of behind the scenes kind of thing. Definitely, definitely. Or maybe that's another thing too. Maybe he would do some behind the scenes house show stuff. Mm. You don't really see that kind of stuff. Kind of neat. Yeah. Never maybe know. when they go to like a, yeah, they could go to like a, they could like do like a whole network special kind of thing when they're. <laughs> like a special, like a host show special. Just, we'll just have them like tour the city or something. This is Xavier Woods and Big E eating the tremendous twelve at Perkins in Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> it's so filling. They're eating the Monster Burger at Red Top. <laughs> Red Top. <laughs> Hanging out with the folks downtown. <laughs> Checking out Portage in Maine. Oh no. Not recommended. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, Portage and Maine's like, like pretty recognizable throughout the world. It is. It is. With their jets reason. at the Bell MTS Center. It's very windy. Yeah, for some reason, it's it's really recognizable because of the wind. That's right. Well, it's because of all the big buildings, the way they meet. Oh, I see. The way they meet downtown, it does cross sections with wind. Yeah. And it causes it to be extremely windy. Oh. Windiest section in, well, they say in Manitoba. So. I can't imagine that being like a big tourist spot, though. People Come bring, see where it's really windy. People, people bring their kites. Wow, it's so windy. Isn't New York known for being windy too? I think so. Mm. The windy city? Well, sh- that's Wait, which, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. That's Chicago, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Just made a fool out of myself there. Doesn't uh wind doesn't uh, inspire me to, to travel there. <laughs> it's really I, tra- I travel those places for other reasons, but not wind. It's really cold and I'm getting an ear infection. I really <laughs> like that I come here. <laughs> getting frostbite. Frostbite is July. I have to zip up my jacket. It's plus 33 Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, according to WrestleVotes, WWE was trying to keep Rey Mysterio from going on the Jericho cruise, even though he's not wrestling on it. So I don't know for sure if Mysterio is on the cruise as we speak, but I know, I can tell you this, that when I listened to the Chris Jericho podcast today where he was discussing in full that uh, Jericho cruise he said, regardless of the fact of Rey Mysterio signing with the WWE, Rey Mysterio is confirmed as coming on really? the ship. So when was the cruise? It's, is, it the, is it on now? It's as we speak. Okay. Almost all of the big things are, are finished. Okay, because Mysterio is going to be on SmackDown tonight. Oh, yeah. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Makes you think he didn't go then. Yeah. Because the cruise, I think, is almost done. If not, no, it, it's not done yet, though. The reason why I know this is Jericho was going uh, date by date, um, kind of almost hour by hour of all the, the big things that were going on. Okay. Like the, um, you know, when we went to the wor- uh, the words of Jericho. Yes. He's doing that in short. Oh, okay. He's doing uh, a talk is Jericho. There's something with JR and King. There's numerous wrestling matches. Uh, Fozzie's playing three times. Wow. Uh, other bands are playing. There's comedians. Tons and tons of stuff. Um, kind of jealous. It sounds almost kind of fun. Has I think you, we'd all enjoy it very much. I know. Sounds like a lot of fun. The only thing I would be worried of is How getting cruise- seasick. <laughs> What's that? How are we getting seasick? Yeah, I'm oh. just worried that I'd get seasick. Oh. Do you, do you get seasick easily? Or? Uh, no, or when, I go, really... when I go fishing, I never get seasick. Okay. But when I uh, go to Mexico on those catamarans, yeah. if I don't take uh, those pills that prevent you from getting dizzy. Like a gravel or something? Uh, or... Kind of like that. I think okay. they're called like benign okay. in the States. B-O-N-I-N-E. Um, 
I, I get, yeah, I get seasick. I get really uh, nauseous. Okay. But they say those ships, those big cruise liners, I think it's called the Jade. That's the ship that Jericho rented. Um, they're extremely stable. So it's very hard to get seasick, apparently. Okay. okay. Apparently. That's what he says. Well, what you were about to say what you'd be most worried about. Oh, I was going to say, if he's doing all this, like, wrestling and yeah. partying and rocking, who's cruise? who's flying, who's, uh, who's, uh, flying the ship? Who's flying, oh, you, oh, is he the captain as well? <laughs> Not no. all these jobs. It's a Jericho cruise. <laughs> it's an iceberg. <laughs> oh, no. Titanic 2. The Chris Jericho Jade experience. He's, he's drunk on that Grigus vodka and oh no, and uh, drinking it man's. Could you imagine Jericho just hammered the entire time, <laughs> like ridiculously hammered? Wouldn't surprise me actually. Chris, can I have your autograph? Well, sure. <laughs> pukes on the pukes pukes out his name. Hold on, let me dot the i. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Chris Jericho, you disgust me. This is what you paid for. <laughs> Can we get a picture? Oh, sure. Oh. That'll be another 20 bucks. What? You didn't even sign my paper. My vomit is worth more than that ink. Just give him some green, green colored paper. He's too drunk to notice. <laughs> this paper looks like it's brought the pencil uh no no it's uh it's real you can have it okay uh, uh thanks no, 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 no. hires mojo raleigh to <laughs> sign his autographs here you going buddy here's your picture we want a jericho what are you talking about i'm chris jericho i got the beard i even got myself a tattoo oh wait oh i forgot i made it with crayon <laughs> but i can do i can do everything Jer- jericho does drink Get in, dude. <laughs> it's man. I know what it is, you stupid um, guy. Stupid idiot. <laughs> you stupid um guy. <laughs> he runs and hides in the washroom. And now watch out, I'm going to put the walls of um, Mojo on you. <laughs> the walls of Mojo. He's just failing left, right, and center. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Too funny. You just made the notepad. Notepad. <laughs> 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 oh. All right, so speaking of the Jericho Cruise, WrestlingNews.co, if that is a thing, oh, reports that Cody Rhodes cut a promo after his match with Delirious, claiming he won't sign with WWE and plans to do everything in his power to make all in numero de. That's two for you out there. Oh, I wasn't sure. You're like, what's a, what's a duh? Duh, that's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's been a lot of rumors going around about Cody, the Young Bucks, coming over to WWE. And apparently, Rhodes set it straight on the ship. I ain't coming over. I'm more focused on some ROH stuff. Well, why, yeah, why would you, and really? 
Like he seems can, like he's doing pretty good right now. He's doing good. He basically has all the power. How long has he had the blonde hair? That's really blonde. I been, don't know. It's been a couple of years. I I must, I think it's been a couple of years. He's been bleaching it that long. Yeah. As part of his as part of his gimmick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, looks kind of good. It Makes does. him look like a mm, kind of pompous or something like yeah. that. Because he's a heel right now. Is that right? Or is he face? It's hard to tell. Tweener? One of those tweeners, eh? Well, he probably plays it heel, but he's the cool heel, so everybody cheers for him. Ah, got it, got it. Ah, good for like him. Like Bullet Club. They're supposed to be heels, right? But no. everybody loves them. It's like the NWO. Yeah. They're the cool, the cool heels. Yeah. So would you want to see Cody come over, or do you think he'd get buried? I don't think he'd get buried. I think he'd go pretty high, actually. Yeah. He, in in today's WWE. He's too That's right. It has nothing to do with body size, that's for sure, yeah. at this stage in the game. That's right. And I always remind everyone, I always actually, uh, not to brag or anything, but when Cody started with WWE, he was one of the one guy that I actually foresaw making it big. But he never really made it big in WWE. No. Like, uh, there was always something holding him back, and I don't know what it is. Like, it looked really good for him when he was with Orton. And uh, T- Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah, and they broke up and all stuff like that. Yeah, it looks like they were kind of doing like a mini evolution, and they were gonna kind of push him as the next thing. Right, didn't happen. No, never really did. And uh, the other number, the number, uh, the other guy that I assumed was going to be um, on top of the game in the future was Umaga, but you know he's not with us anymore. No. So that, that didn't happen. I also kind of thought DiBiase. Speaking of DiBiase, I thought he was going to go far too. No kidding, he disappeared into. La La Land, and he's yeah. a chiropractor now. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Really? Either that or a physiotherapist. Okay. Yeah, actually, I think cool. it's a chiropractor. Okay. So, yeah, I think Cody's doing just fine in the indies. Yeah. And, uh... Everything's I, working well for him. Yeah, he's not floundering. He's nowhere to go but up. I don't think any of those guys are going to move over anytime soon. No. Especially after the Jericho cruise. It, they're probably on a high right now, if anything. That's not right. a low. No. He's already talking about all in two. You're not going to see them. Yeah, jump. that was such a huge success. I mean, they're not going to, pun intended, jump jump ship. Oh, oh, you got it. I knew we'd have a uh, a boat s- reference. Boat pun. <laughs> all right, so that is our rumors of the week. Short one this week. We're jumping on over to the. Evolution pay-per-view that took place on Sunday. All women's pay-per-view. First time ever. WWE, anyways. First time in WWE. That's right. Yep. And uh, I'd say overall, we were pleasantly surprised compared to our initial expectations. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, I think we ca- I think we may have called a couple matches hot garbage. Did we predict any bad matches? Um, No, I, I don't think so. We, uh, we have all of our predictions here, our, our predicted numbers, and uh, we'll go over them. We'll sure. make some comparisons. I don't think I was too, too hard on any of the matches. No, I wasn't. Nope. I, was, I was nice. I was nice for the most part anyways. How accurate were we? Well, we will find out. <laughs> what was the first match in the card there, Mindamania? So the very first match kicked off with a bang. It was Team Bestie, Trish Stratus and Lita. Taken on the team of Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Oh, wait, not Alexa Bliss. It was actually Alicia Fox. Do you know what was wrong with Bliss? I heard she got a concussion on the prior week's host show against Ronda Rousey. Oh, that's is I, that, that? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Oh, geez. Not good. Not good. But she was all dressed up and in her green gear, so I don't really know why that was. 
Yeah, I actually, I think she wasn't really in ring gear. She was actually in a, more of a Holly, ho, sorry, a Halloween costume. So she had her her white, uh, some sort of a white uh, ghostly gimmick on, but it wasn't her wrestling gear. No, they were all kind of in. Weren't they all kind of like characters? A lot of them were. Yeah, no, I like. I think she was like supposed to be like Alice in Wonderland, was she not? Uh, possible. Okay. Not and, sure. And it was then, hard to say. They even mentioned that she normally goes as more uh, scary characters. Right. Like when she went as Freddy. Yeah. Uh, but she didn't this time. It was oh, a, more of a cute. More wholesome, yeah. Yeah, more wholesome. That's a good word for yeah. it. So, Iraq, what did we think of this match? Did we like it? Did we hate it? You know what? I was not a huge fan of this match, and my predictions summed up correctly. So, originally, the Trish match... I had predicted myself that I, I think that it was going to be a four. Yeah, I guessed a four. And you yourself guessed five and a half. And Jimmer guessed a five. What did you give this one? You know what? Five and a half kind of sounds right. Okay, I gave it a four and a half. Okay. I gave it a failing grade. I actually thought that the wrestling was really choppy. Uh, I did not like the, for example, the the portion of the match where Trish and Lita hinted, quote unquote, that they were going to jump through the middle ropes uh, to the outside of the ring when we knew that they'd never do that at this stage in the game. Um, among other things, I just thought that there was, it was really... Um, There's a big botch in the middle of the match. Yeah, so that botch with Alicia Fox yes. not making it into the ring in time to break that pin and yeah. the referee stopped counting. Yeah horrible yeah i was so embarrassed for everyone yeah that actually like just destroyed the match yeah. you could hear a pin drop in that crowd <laughs> they hated that yeah so was that terrible. was that was like a huge huge botch uh it was really cool to see trish and lita another surprising thing uh compared trish and lita trish did a better job than lita you think so oh yeah absolutely lita looked really rusty she looked like she was gassing fast oh yeah trish did a lot of stand-up kind of striking slash, uh, I don't know, what you say, hip tosses? Okay. But uh, sure. she looked a lot more crisp. No. Well, her, her, her game has never been high-flying. It's, no. it's mostly been like like her move is like the mick or the chick kick or something chick like that. Chick kick, and yeah. Her biggest move is that thing where she, the girl's sitting on the top rope and she does like a like a handstand to like yeah, that and around thing. I think my favorite part of the match was when uh, Mickey James and Trish had the, the face-off in the middle of the That's ring. right, yeah. That was really cool. Crowd seemed to love that one. Um, uh, and, you know, Alicia Fox didn't really have much of a connection with any of the girls yet. She's been around for such a long time. Well, they had mentioned that... Oh, no, I was... No, no, sorry. That was... Uh, no, that was... No, they, the, they mentioned Alicia Fox has been around for a long didn't time. They didn't mention... No, no, they didn't mention Alicia Fox for a long time. But what I was going to say was that she had her last match with... Lita, but no, that's not true. It was Mickey James on her last match with Lita? Oh, Mickey James's last match was with like sorry, Lita's last match was with Mickey James. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that I did not know. No, I didn't know that either until. But I think that, I thought they had said Trisha's last match was with Mickey James. Maybe it was. Yeah. So both, both girls. Maybe they both had their last match with Mickey James. And interesting, because I was pretty sure that they had mentioned that about Trish. I'm not entirely sure about Lita, but yeah. if that's true. Geez, Mickey James just the uh, the measuring stick for both of those That's girls. That's right. Uh, one thing I hated about this match too was the finish. That, yeah. That killed it. The uh, she did the double, double moonsault, which is the moonsault to both of them, which was which was fine. Okay. But then 
Mickey James stands up right at the right away. She almost pulled. She pulled like an Austin Aries. Like, oh, she didn't sell it. Well, she well no, she barely sold it, and then she, like she had to get up because the finish was to hit her with the chick kick. Right. So she had to get up like, as get soon ready. as she hit it. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, ru- just like killed killed that moonsault. You see Austin Aries shows up in the corner. Yes, <laughs> yes, my plan is all coming together. It's all falling into place. What do you mean? What do you mean by it's all falling into place? I don't understand. There's no, we're not, there's no puzzle, no pieces. <laughs> What's falling? Sky is falling, sky is falling. Anyone want an autograph? I'm Chris Jericho. <laughs> Look at my Canada tattoo. I'm Tristratus. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm part of the evolution. <laughs> Triple H is my friend. Do you know which evolution you're talking about anymore? <laughs> no. I know it's a mystery. <laughs> Can someone change my underwear? <laughs> no, it really is. How do you spell it? How many Q's again? Four? <laughs> Help me open this can. <laughs> oh, John. Open that can yourself. I told you. It's my weakness. <laughs> my kryptonite. Get out of your rim, studio. <laughs> Shouldn't you be on a boat? <laughs> I thought I saw you crash the Jericho cruise. Hey, how come I'm not there? Wait, can I fly? I'm gonna try to fly. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the death of Mojo Rawley. All right, so Mojo Rawley, perfect segue because he did fight in a battle royal and won. And won it. So is the women's battle royal up next? Was it twenty women? 20 on the dot. 20 on the dot. Hey, I had a question for you. Who do you think was put in the Battle Royal to replace Alicia Fox? A question that has not been brought up and a topic you cannot find on Google. It's a good question. Hmm. I know. I have a guess, but I just wanted to know who you thought was pulled out into the Battle Royal that originally was not going to be. I guess so it's Pick Selena Vega. Maybe? You think Selena Vega? Yeah, I think Maria Canellis. Oh yeah. I because was she ever a full time wrestler back in the in the day, the early two thousands? She was actually. Was she? Yeah. I still think it was her. That's my guess. Okay. There's no way of knowing. It's just a guess. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Selena uh, Vega was my second guess. Okay. Because uh, I looked at everyone else, they they seem legit to me. Okay. Uh, you know, definitely Alundra Blaze, and you know some of the legends. Maybe Kelly Kelly. <laughs> well, you know, Maria Kanellis is probably like like you would say Kelly Kelly was a better wrestler than Maria Kanellis. Yeah, yeah. And I, there, I chose but Maria Kanellis. But she technically still wrestled on a fairly full-time basis. Yeah. I chose Kanellis just because she seems to be more of a managerial type position right now, not a wrestler. No, and, uh, yeah. And I, I don't think she's going to be wrestling no. anytime soon. That, so that's the reason why I think it was it was her. Just a guess. Just an innocent guess. Yeah, she was there. They asked her. She said yes. Yeah. So what did you think of this match? It was kind of fun. I wasn't he- a, a big fan of all the kind of um, them teaming, them like oh, everyone the, uh, teaming up at the beginning on the, uh, the I don't know, former where they ladies. Did, where they did the, um, what would you call it, the uh, the suplex, the team suplex? No, no, it? that was fine. Yeah, you like that? That was fine. Yep. Yeah, it was, the problem was... Like they teamed up, and most of, most of the former girls got kicked out like right away, within like seconds of each other. Oh, are like, you talking about the Iconics? I'm talking about the Iconics. I'm talking about Tori Wilson. 
Alundra Blaze, Tor, Tor, uh, Molly Holly. They never lasted very long. Yeah. And they got outed really, really soon. You know, it's kind of funny. My uh, my wife and I were watching uh, the Battle Royal, and we were so confused because we noticed that uh, Michelle McCool was in the Battle Royal. And we are like, where, does, where did she come from? And I, I, we just couldn't figure it out because we never saw her come down. Well, I ended up figuring out the next morning what had happened. Uh, I had simply fast-forwarded uh, a moment where they switched over to the German announce team. And it actually fast-forwarded over the Michelle McCool oh, walk down the aisle. I see. That's how short Michelle McCool's walk was until they got to uh, the next competitor. And she was the second entrant. Yeah, because it was Sonia Deville after her. Yeah. So that's how fast she was. Because wasn't that Lendra Blaze first or something like that? Who was number one? Naomi. It was Naomi? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So Naomi came out. And then they went to the German announce team. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear this. And I hit skip, which is, I think, 15 seconds on Bell MTS on the remote. I think remote. it's actually 30 seconds. 30 seconds? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. So it skipped her, and it went perfectly to Sonia Deville. Oh. I'm like, oh, perfect. Okay. Meanwhile, yeah. I completely missed Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool, yeah. It was pretty funny. But I was like, where did Michelle McCool come in? Because we were like, did she, like, hop in the ring from the outside? Yeah. Was there some sort of a mistake? Yeah, because you had mentioned in our chat rooms, like, where'd Michelle, what happened to, how'd Michelle McCool get in there or something? you're like, I saw her. Well, yeah, and I was, I I didn't really answer it because I hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. I started, I started, I guess I kind of started a little late. Yeah. Watching it. Because Jimmer had mentioned, I don't know, like, are you blind? Like, I I saw her. (laughs) Yeah. And it just turns out it was the way I had skipped. Yeah. Because we were a little bit behind, so I had the ability to do that, Right. right? Uh, so anyways, this match as a whole, I really enjoyed. Um, actually, I thought it was one of the best of the night. I, oh, yeah, totally. I liked it, too. Yeah, I gave it an 8. I thought it was really fun. I really like, well done. I liked how Ivory stayed in there the longest. Yeah, talk about respect. Yeah. Like, uh, she's been around one of the longest. And uh, kind of random, too. You thought that actually with... Uh, actually, what I thought Alundra Blaze would have gotten more of a tip of the hat That's than right. Ivory. And she was out pretty early. Yeah, but Ivory was like... Kind of reminded me of the, my favorite Royal Rumble with uh, in 2002 when they had uh, Mr. Perfect, uh, last four. Oh, yeah. With Final Austin four, yeah. Trips and yeah. uh, I don't remember who the other guy was. Kurt, maybe? Not sure. But it was just really yeah, was, made. I think it was Kurt. Yeah, it really made Mr. Perfect look like, well, you know, Henning was a, you know, like a legit, legit guy. Yes. Even at that year. And now having Ivory near the end. It kind of reminded everyone that, you know, yeah. she's from Glow. She was a former champ. Exactly, yeah. You know, she's not just uh, something to, not just some chump. Yeah, that's right. And she and she uh, took part in the dance party. She did, which actually was pretty funny. It was and actually. She did real... pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah. She did well. Um, so my initial guess for the ba- the uh, the winner was Ember Moon. And I got to say, missed it by I that, was close. Missed it by that much. That much. Um, I think my guess was Michelle McCool. <laughs> you're, oh, yeah, it wasn't that your Dark Horse guess? Might have been my Dark Horse guess. Did you I think, have I, think guess? I, went, I think I went with Ember Moon as well. You did, eh? Yeah. Okay. Um, Naya, yeah, so Naya took the win. The, the win. I, I also really enjoyed when Ember Moon and uh, Asuka had the, the showdown. There. Oh, yes. That was great. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping they were going to, and they did. And uh, I really liked that Asuka kind of beat the crap out of her, but Ember Moon got the upper hand, eliminated her, and looked intense as F. Yeah. When she, like, 
Like, I finally got you. That's right. Well, all those matches in NXT where she, where she could never win the title. It was like her kryptonite, right? Yeah. Uh, and I really like that um, Ember Moon was winning. The, we're, sorry, wearing the uh, contact lenses oh, yeah. during this match. Because yeah. she kind of goes back and forth on the contacts. Oh, does she? Oh, I didn't really notice. I thought she always wore them. I think sometimes she does wrestle without them. Similar okay. to the way Balor used to wrestle as uh, either the Demon or regular Finn Balor. Oh, okay. No, it's just Finn Balor for the yep. most part. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know... Uh, Naomi did well. Michelle McCool was forgetful. Sonya Deville and uh, Mandy Rose kind of had some had that moment at the start where they were eliminating everyone, like yeah. we discussed. And then, uh, De- or Mandy eliminated Deville. Yes, which was kind of predictable. Yeah, especially when she was standing on the outside. Uh, Lundra Blaze was neat to see. Carmelo was entertaining. Zelina Vega. That was weird, eh? At the end, with Zelina Vega being. I kind of almost thought she was going to win out, win it all. Well, I did. I was confused at first. I thought she had gotten eliminated, and you see her again in the ring. I'm like, well, she ran back in the ring. That's stupid. And <laughs> she gets all of this time in the ring, and I only figured out near the end. Oh my God, she never got eliminated. She was being, you know, a coward. That's right. So. Oh, actually, that reminds me. When she got tossed out by Nia, Nia Jax. Yeah. She landed really nasty did on. She? I think. Who was, who was, oh, somebody was in the way. Somebody was, was the, just there. Yeah, and she like, her, she like her knee looked like it hit her right in the face. Oh, you know who it was? It was Tamina. Oh, was it? Yeah, she okay. landed onto Tamina. And yes, you're right. She landed really nasty on Tamina. Yeah. Okay. Tamina she, really got some spotlight in that match too. Yeah, they both did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they're they're trying to really build up Tamina. They are, right? Eh? Yeah. And they're trying to use something with the family with Naya, I think yeah. too. I wonder why they were trying to build her up. Did you notice Tamina looked uh, a little different? How so? I think she gained a bit of weight. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she kind of looked like that. Well, she kind of looked like that if, if you've been watching the last couple of weeks of Raw. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, she yeah, she returned a couple of weeks ago. and Okay. She kind of looks like looks like that, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. She hasn't been wrestling very much. So. Yeah, she, yeah, she's... Uh, well, she had shoulder, shoulder surgery, and then she oh, took some time was, off eh? from her... I think when her father passed, she took some time off from there. And, yeah. 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 Any other things you can remember of this match? There was a lot going on. Uh, again, I say this every time. Tori Wilson does not look like Tori Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I still think she had facial surgery of some sort. Um, like a facelift. I don't think something. you agreed with me when I said this like like six months ago in the podcast, but I, I don't think she looks the same okay. as she used to. I don't think Kelly Kelly looks the same. That's what right. I don't think looks She the same. doesn't look the same either. Her no. face is different too. Yeah. Uh, but I find Tori... Not at all. Okay. Very strange. It kind of freaks me out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, if you look at it side by side. Um, yeah. So, and there was Peyton Royce, Billy Kay. They were funny, eh? At the start. Yeah. Just chirping away at everyone. You knew they were all going to attack them. But yeah, I figured that was going to happen. I love when they do their, like, the superhero pose. Yeah. Iconics! <laughs> it's funny. And then they're like, oh, it has to be in NASA. <laughs> That's exactly what they sound like. (laughs) Yeah, so I love I love battle royals. They're always fun. They're fun. Yeah, Royal Rumbles, battle royals. What did did you give this one? Sorry, I don't. uh, I would think I gave it a seven, and I agree with it. If that was right. Well, yeah, I my review was an eight. Um, As for the actual uh, prediction, uh, the battle royal, I think I gave it. Yeah, I gave it a seven and a half. And you had given it a seven and a half. Okay. Jimmer had given it a uh, a seven. Yeah. So uh, Jimmer had guessed Asuka was going to win, and yeah, you're right. You had stated actually Ember 
uh, Ember Moon or Michelle McCool. Okay. And I said uh, Ember Moon or Lana. Wow. Lana was the dark horse. Did she even do anything in the match? I don't know if she did. She a whole got lot. eliminated by Tamina. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think Lana eliminated anyone. No, she did not. Um. But she was still entertaining in it, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. I think she kind of did that, trying to do that lot into the best lot number one thing going. Yeah. And then she just got tossed out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we had forgot to mention too our uh, our predictions for the first match there, Tr- the Trish match, uh, who we originally thought was going to to win the match, and I think we all guessed correctly. Was that right? That's right. Yeah, it was a no brainer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Trish and Lita, Trish, Trish. Yep, yeah. it works. What match is the next one? Next up, we've got the finals of the May Young Classic. Tony Storm taking on Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Don't really know much about Io Shirai. I know that she... Uh, so apparently she's genius of the sky, but she doesn't know how to land a moonsault. Yeah, kind of weird. She always screws up her moonsaults. Yeah, no kidding. I know she's like apparently best friends with... Uh, oh, Kairi Sane. Kairi Sane. Yes. Uh, they claim that she is the best female wrestler in Japan. Um, I wasn't impressed with her throughout the tournament at all. No, me. I agree. I think that she's—they're giving her more credit than what credits do. I think so. Um, to be honest with you, you may disagree with me. I don't think Tony Storm's amazing either. This <laughs> match didn't really prove prove anything. Didn't make her a star. Is my opinion was pretty ho hum. It was pretty ho hum, uh, in the form of just boring. Yeah. It, it was quite technical. Uh, they didn't make too many errors per se, but there were. It was only near the end of the match that it was getting a little bit more exciting. But I'm sorry. I I hope, I hope there's a little bit more charisma out of these girls in the future because it was it was quite ho hum. Well, I was kind of surprised because Tony Storm is a ball of fire usually. So, well, like think. Let's think of the final from last year's uh, Mayon Classic. Yeah. That was Kyrie, Kyrie versus Shayna. Yeah, it was basically the ultimate good guy against the ultimate bad guy. And that was a good match. And it was a good match. A really good match. Yeah, it was, lots of, it was a great story to it. Yeah, there was a lot of fire behind it. And this one was just mm, a little bit of a snooze fest. It was, yeah. Uh, I give this one a, a 6. 6 out of 10. Yeah. I'll pass it because it was technical. Uh, but, mm. eh. Man, yeah. It's a hard 6, but. Yeah. I don't know. I what uh, What's your thoughts? On the yeah, I originally gave it a seven. I did agree that Tony would win, and she did. Uh, but yeah, definitely not a seven. Yeah, six maybe. That's maybe a. I'll give it a six. I'll be a generous and give it a six. But yeah, your your original guess was uh, an eight and a half. Uh, oh no, my apologies. That was the, the Kyrie match. My apologies. Not the same match at all. <laughs> what was your original score? Seven. Seven. Yeah. And what was mine? Oh, there he is. Yeah, six and a half. Six and a half. Oh, pretty close, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and then Jimmer also said seven. So, Tony, Tony, Tony. We all guessed Tony. Yeah. And it was correct. It was correct. Yay, us. Yeah, yay, us. <laughs> Not yay to the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was the awkward kind of hug at the end of the match with Triple H and Stephanie and the giant statue <laughs> that Triple H thought that Tony was going to drop. Yeah. He didn't take his hand off That's the base. Right. He's yeah. like, you got it? You got it? Please, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she didn't have like a speech or something, or they kind of just Little went weird. on their way. Yeah, and Io Shirai, I don't think you're, it's the last of her you're going to see. 
It's kind of weird, eh? What's the point of winning the Mae Young if other wrestlers can just continue wrestling for the WWE? What does it prove? I don't know. Yeah, because I've, I've, that question was posed to me not long ago. And it's like, yeah, you don't necessarily need to win to be in WWE. In fact, uh, Rhea Ripley, she's already part of NXT UK. Yeah. She didn't advance. She's their champion. She's their champion. Yeah. She, in my opinion, is ahead of the game more than Tony. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's 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 a full time competitor and she has a belt. Well, same thing like last year. Like half of those girls were working on the roster already before they even before like Kyra Sane even showed up. Good point. And Shayna Baszler was a champion before her. But they get it. The winner gets a glass trophy. Ooh, and roses. Oh, yes. They're half dead. Many, many roses. I picked those roses for you guys. What? Roses? Oh, I'm going to have a stomachache tomorrow. (laughs) I thought they were dandelions. (laughs) Why do you still eat them? (laughs) I'm a bit of a grade A moron. (laughs) Great so they say. Hey, look, it's Rey Mysterio. Hey, look, it's uh, T- Sable. How's it going, Sable? <laughs> it's Triple H. And, you, and Sable's wife, China. China's not even alive, you idiot. <laughs> what? It's very disrespectful, Mojo. <laughs> Too soon, Mojo. <laughs> go, go sit in the corner. <laughs> okay. Again. <laughs> Again. Just there five minutes ago. Okay, go talk to my friend Corner. Hey, Corner, how's it going, Corner? How come you don't talk back to me, Corner? Did I hurt your feelings, Corner? No, you're a moron. <laughs> corner doesn't think so. Corner likes me. He just, he's a silent type. Okay, next up, we've got the six-woman tag match. It's the Riot Squad. Which consists of Ruby Wright, Liv Morgan, and of course, the female Eric Rowan. <laughs> now these girls are dressed as their favorite horror icons. What were they dressed as? Because I couldn't figure it out. Sarah Logan was Leatherface. Oh. Uh, Ruby Wright was Jigsaw, and Liv Morgan was Pennywise. Pennywise, like the clown. The the, the clown. Yeah. She did like the worst job out of all three of them. I couldn't figure it out. She looked like her her normal self. Well, if you didn't. If you had Muton, you wouldn't have guessed anyone. That's right. The only well, reason I knew because Michael Cole said it. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. I mean, I guess the female Eric Rowan was the most obvious, but as soon as she took off that that smock uh, thing, that white thing she had on there, I think it was supposed to be a smock. A smock. Yeah, because okay. Leatherface wears that smock. I didn't even know that's what they call it. Okay. Smock it is. <laughs> what the smock? Smocking it up. <laughs> she always wears skin, so. Oh. Woo! Some neck fat. Uh, yeah, Ruby Riot was wearing like a tuxedo without a leg and like a sexy tuxedo kind of thing. And anyway, they were fighting. They were taking on the team of Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia. We we're not dressed up. We we're not dressed up. No, not dressed up in the slightest. They didn't get the memo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, why are the heels dressing up in Halloween costumes? Yeah, What's up with that? They're being all fun. <laughs> this is kind of awkward. I don't think they got the memo. No. <laughs> they weren't CC'd. All right, so before we give our review on the match, I'm just going to run through our predicted scores. Uh, I, myself, E-Rock, 
predicted that Sasha Banks would take the win and the match would be a six and a half out of ten. Uh, you the mind, you predicted that Ruby Riot would get the win at a six and a half out of ten. And Jimmer, Sasha Banks, six and a half out of ten. What did you think, man? Well, besides aside from the botch by Sasha Banks, do you know the do you know the botch I'm speaking of? The Sasha Banks botch. Absolutely, I know what you're talking about because it was brutal. Brutal. So, so, yeah, Sasha went for a flip over the top rope. I guess something she doesn't normally do too often. And she kind of, what would you say, landed on her butt on the side? Well, she kind of like under jumped. Yeah. Well, the thing is, she's so short. So she had to get a lot of air. I don't think she got all of it. So she kind of just landed like nicely down. And they caught, they caught her. Which I guess was the attendant spot. I don't think it was. You don't I think, think so? that was the I think that was the damage control. Oh, okay. They caught a yeah, I think she was supposed to land on them and yeah. hurt them. Oh, okay. But they instead kinda caught her as quickly as they could and then they did the throw throw her against the side of the wall. The railing. Which I there. don't think yeah, the railing. And I don't think that was supposed to happen. You don't think so? No, I don't I don't really think so at all. Okay. She sold it really well though. It looked yeah. very painful. Yes, it did. Like she's she was screaming. What she probably should have done, because I think she tried to just, st- like, like, because she didn't run and jump over. She kind of just stood and jumped over. What she probably should have done was jumped on the bottom rope and then tried to jump off the top rope and flip over. Yeah, that would have helped. Yeah, she, but she didn't get enough air it's on It's deceiving, it, so. eh? Because sometimes I, I forget how short she really is. Because she comes across as somebody that has long legs for some reason, yeah. but she is very short. Yeah, she's not like it's not like she's like hugely tall. She's not probably not much taller than Alexa Bliss. Oh, agreed, agreed, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I ended up giving the match uh, seven out of ten, which is very close to my assumed guess. And of course, I guessed that the uh, the faces would win, which is uh, which is what happened. Yep. Because uh, Sasha Banks hasn't had too many matches since she's been back. No, she just came back in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, so it was over. The, the, the faces were getting uh, the pops for sure. Yep. They seemed to really like Sasha Banks. She was getting quite a bit of booze before she had left. Was she gone due to injury? That's I think so. Yeah. We, well, it's one of those unknown things. Oh, yeah. That's we, what we it was. Did, it, was a, it was on the rumors, on the RGW rumors for a while that she was missing. Right. And she had an injury, but nobody really knew what it was. No one knew. Yeah. So I, I as well gave this a 6.5 earlier. I think yep. I'm going to give it a 7 because I feel seven. like it's gotten it's gotten higher... It was def- it was better than that Io Shirai storm match. Yeah. So I think it deserved to be a full point higher than that match. That's my way of thinking. Yeah, that's actually exactly what I did. Yeah, I gave the um the Tony Storm Io Shirai match a six and I gave this one a seven. I think that's what you did as well. I did. Yep. We're on same wavelengths there, mind. Mm-hmm. Great minds think alike. Next up, the NXT Women's Championship for the first time ever defended on a main Roster show. It's very interesting. Yeah, it is. Shayna Baszler taking on Kyrie Sane. Ooh, little bit, a um, little bit better of a match. Yeah, not too much better, but a little bit better. Sorry, then I'm um, comparing it to the Tony Storm match. Yes, is what I'm doing. Um, uh, one memorable moment was when Shayna had Kyrie hanging over the top rope. She had her arm kind of at her 
where she was hugging her arm. Yes. And she was dangling by her own arm. Yeah. Look, the brutal. It did. Her own body weight was pulling down. It made her look like, made Shayna look like so strong and made like Kyrie look like a ragdoll. Oh yeah, she looked beast mode because yeah. she was like screaming while she was holding her up too. That's right. Loved it. That was a crazy spot with uh, Kyrie jumping off the top rope onto the outside like that. Yeah. That was crazy. Absolutely. That was insane. So there was a there was some memorable moments in the match, yep. but overall. Then of course the mm-hmm. uh, interference by the horsewomen. Yeah, those are uh, those are some funny looking women. <laughs> Did you notice that when they were walking out away from the ring at yeah. the end of the match? What what's with that? They look like elves or something, like tall elves <laughs> tall or something. Tall lanky yeah. elves. Very lanky. That eh? one girl exactly, especially I don't know I don't know which one's which. But yeah. the one that has one that has the tattoo Agreed. arm just looks like a lanky elf. Very like really long, unusually long arms, unusually long legs. Her something about, like big ears or something. I don't know. Just something weird about her. But she's the one that like uh, was the original uh, instigator on the outside. Yeah, where she like pulled her hair or something like that, or punched. Yeah, she was pulling Kyrie's hair. I'm like. And I was like, excuse me, ref, you're like right there. How are you not seeing this? Yeah, what a moron. What a moron. What a great a moron. It's Mojo Raleigh at its finest. What a moron. Oh my God, that's stupid. And I should know because I'm stupid. Can I leave the corner now? <laughs> right corner? I'm stupid. So she must be even stupider than me. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, sir, you're under arrest. Why am I under arrest? You're urinating in public in a corner. I'm not urinating. We can only assume you're urinating because you're standing in a corner. <laughs> no, I'm standing here because I got in trouble. You're a grown man and you were sent to the corner. Yes, we're supposed to believe that. Oh, it's true. I'm like a child. Corner, you tell him. You tell him. I'm in trouble, right, corner? Take him away, boys. Take him away, toys. <laughs> All this is going on during the match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as Mojo is being hauled away by the police, <laughs> Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Did you ever, speaking of these two, um, did you actually ever see them in uh, wrestle? Any, any MMA matches at all? No. No. Or, or pro wrestling. I haven't seen them wrestle either. Well, no, I've never seen them wrestle either. Or are they just, just performance center right now? Yeah, they're just starting at the pro performance center now. <laughs> so They suck. Do you agree with me that there's going to be a big storyline between Shane and Ronda in the future? I think there has it? to. Well, there has to be because Ronda's a face and Shayna's very heel yeah. right now. She's like Unless the old... they turn Ronda heel. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Neither do I. I don't know what they're going to do with, with Ronda with uh, with Becky Lynch at Survivor Series. That'll be good. It's champion good. versus champion. It'll be good, but the crowd's going to eat Ronda alive because everyone <laughs> loves Becky, your girl. Oh, well. Yeah, so the match ended with uh, Kyrie Sane going for the insane elbow. And the horsewoman interfered. She knocked one off the edge with a spinning back fist. Ooh. But then got caught in the Carafuda clutch. How do you say that? Carafuda? Carafuda? I think it's Carafuda. We'll go with that. Yeah. Sounds, sounds normal. Sounds legit. Yep. Uh, but she, Kyrie reversed it. Tried to pin Shayna. Shayna reversed her. Threw her into the ropes, and Kyrie ate a big leg kick from another horsewoman. They're all over the place, these They're horse all ladies. Over the place. That's right. And she gets caught in the Carafuda clutch again. This time, she's unable to get out, and she falls deep into unconsciousness. And she's forced to submit. A lot of interfering in this match, eh, towards the end? Lots of interfering. Very surprising. Yeah, 
I thought it was actually going to be a clean win somewhere. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned, I, I didn't think Shayna was going to win. No. I thought she was heading over to the dang main roster. That's what I thought. I just assumed. Yeah, and here she is. She's sticking around longer. That's right. It almost kind of feels like her. Uh, she's staying longer than she's, like, uh, what would you say? Her, her welcome is over? Like, uh, what's the old saying? Out, 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 uh, Outdone her welcome? Yeah. Something some, like something that. Something like that. Something that effect. Outlived her welcome. And, and that's in a good way. Yeah. Like, I'm basically saying she's ready for the main roster. That's exactly Why right. Why is she still in NXT? <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. They don't really have a, a, a number one heel in the in uh, NXT without her, though. I think that's the, one of the problems. Is that the main problem? I would say that's the problem. Yeah. Like, I think I think the number two heel in the, in the women's division is, like, Maybe Lacey oh, Evans. It's probably. I was just gonna say Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The military pinup. That's right. The women's rate or whatever. So they're probably gonna have to up her. And you know what? Who else might actually turn out to be a big heel? Is it might be Gargano's wife now. Never know. Oh, Candice. Yeah. Yeah. She might, might uh, stand by her man. Yeah, that'd be a good one. To... Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. So what would you give this match? I had originally given it a. Score of 8.5 out of 10. And what was your prediction there, E-Rock? I gave it a... Uh, I assumed it would get a 6.5 out of 10. Now, my prediction on my actual review upon watching the match, bringing it down to a 7.5. It's losing a whole point. Yeah, and mine, actually, I gave it a 7. So, I actually gave it a half point higher. Now, we both thought that Kyrie was going to take the win. That's right. And, yeah, it was Shayna. It was Shayna. Jimmer... Guessed an eight. Count him eight. So, I don't know what he uh, assumed this match should come down as, but I highly doubt he'd uh, mark it as an eight. That's right, yeah. Uh, he'd probably be closer to us between a six and a half. Maybe between a six and a seven, I could see him yep. guessing. Not to put words in his mouth. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't fantastic. But, again, it was a little bit better than the Tony Storm Yoshirai match. Right. By just a tad. Yeah, so Shayna Baszler becomes the only two-time women's NXT champion. Great point. Great point. Good for her. Weirzels. Next up, Becky Lynch taking on Charlotte Flair in the last woman standing match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I may just blow your mind. may blow our listeners' minds. That's right. This match was really good, really long. But it didn't feel long. It didn't feel overly long. It felt a little long, but long in a good way. That's right. Yeah. Um, I loved this match. I uh, loved it so much that I think this may go down as E-Rock's favorite women's match of all time. Wow. Yeah, I liked it that much. It was that entertaining to me. Really? Yeah, I really enjoyed good. it. Good. I can't think of a match uh, that I liked more besides this one. You know, they, some people talk about the Sasha Banks-Bailey match. They always discuss that one. Uh, you just recently discussed a match that you saw during the Mae Young Classic uh, between... Nico Saramora and Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, that match was quite good. Very technical. Yes. But it wasn't as entertaining as this match, in my opinion. Okay. In that's, my opinion. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So originally, uh, I guessed um, the Becky Charlotte match was going to be a 7 but what did I actually give the match? I'm teetering between a nine, maybe, just maybe, even a nine and a half. Maybe it's teetering back down to a nine. Wow. But that is a good score. That's an amazing score. Yeah. My original score was a 6.5. And 
I'll tell you, the only one of the big reasons for that low score prediction was not that I wasn't expecting great things out of them because Becky is one of my favorites. Charlotte's been pro- has proven that she's amazing. It's that the last person standing match is not a favorite gimmick match, specialty match of mine, as mentioned on a previous episode of the RGW podcast. And I contend that it it's still not a favorite of mine. Right. They do a hip toss and you're count them, ref, count them. Yeah, you hate the count. I hate that. But this, there's some amazing spots in these. Like, for instance, I honestly don't know if I've ever seen women hit each other with chairs before. Geez, they were throwing all those chairs in the ring like they were ECW. That's right. <laughs> but even like the like chair shots, I don't, I honestly don't remember if I've ever seen that before. Maybe in the Attitude Era, maybe. Right. But I, I can't. I honestly can't say. Yeah. If so. if there was, I'm someone can point it out to us. But yeah, some amazing spots. Becky fall, flying off the ladder. That huge leg drop that she did. That was insane. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. All the chair. All the chair shots we saw. That huge spear that Charlotte did in the outside. Crazy stuff all around. Great match. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I really liked how Charlotte was selling the moves like crazy. Yeah. Screaming in agony. No kidding. Uh, Felt for her. Yeah, absolutely. When uh, she got powerbombed by Becky, uh, was it to the outside? Is that, yeah, that's how the, the match ended. That's how the match ended, yes. Uh, she Onto sold that, that like a co-ween. Yeah. Uh, in addition to other moves that Becky was laying out on her, just... Overall, Becky was, uh, I'd say it was 65 Becky percent all, all over Charlotte yeah. the entire match. And then that figure eight that Charlotte gave her on the, on the, in the ladder. Neat, but you could tell the ladder was doing nothing. Oh, yeah, no, she, it totally meant nothing. It was just really cool. It was cool. It was I innovative. think Charlotte looked like she was almost like bent in like a full circle. Yeah. <laughs> like she was like on her arms and she was like going deeper and deeper and deeper. and That's right. It's crazy. But I will give this an 8.5. Cool. And your original score, you, so you're assumed it was 6.5. Yes. You uh, you guessed Becky. We all guessed Becky. Yeah. Mine was a, mine was a, a guessed 7. That's right. So And, and you said 8.5? Yeah. Okay. And I guess, and uh, my uh, mine was 9. Jimmer uh, guessed 8. And uh, actually, Stan corrected. Jimmer did share his, uh, his final results with us and our fans. What did Jimmer give... The match. Drum roll. Nine and a half. Wow. Holy cow. He also mentioned uh, something I was going to mention as well. There was a bit of a ref botch during that match where the ref kind of twice tried kind of dragging the belt. Was it the belt? No, the chair. chair. The chair towards Becky to assist her. You know what I I read I read that in the chat room and I was yeah. like oh man but when I actually saw it I don't know if I he nudged it oh it, it was, was bad it you was could su- see it I mean you could see it but it was so subtle it was he was trying to make it subtle you kind of make it subtle it's not like you like tossed it to or you just kind of got it like closer to her grasp so I wouldn't count that as a ref as a huge botch I wouldn't I definitely would hold it against them so I'm gonna have to make another correction. Uh, do you remember when we were just mentioning before that we couldn't see uh, Jimmer going above uh, between, what would you say, a 6 and a 7 for the Baszler match? 
Okay, yes. Do you know what he gave that match? I don't know. What did he give it? He gave that thing an eight and a half. Wow, really? Yeah, I know. Okay. If he was here right now, we'd let him have it. I thought the NXT match, I thought the NXT Brooklyn match was a lot better myself. Yeah. He uh, he gave the the Riot Squad versus Sasha Bailey and Natalia. Ooh, this is breaking news, folks. Seven and a half. This is all breaking news, guys. Uh, he gave the Tony Storm versus Io Shirai an eight. Whoa. I what? No. Holy cow. I know. He's not even here to defend himself. Uh, give the Battle Royal a 7. That's fair. Give it a little bit better than that myself. And he gave the Trish match a 6.5. Wow. Yeah. He's very generous. He's feeling, uh, he was in a good mood that he night. He was in a good mood, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I'll let you guys know shortly what he gave the Nikki match. Because that one is up next, man. It's our main event. It's Ronda Rousey taking on Nikki Bella. The Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, so you had pointed out uh, a funny uh, funny fact. This match was almost exactly half the length of the Charlotte-Becky match. To a T. Almost half? Yeah. Was it not? Double? It was... Uh, it was half the length. So the no, Becky it was Lynch... Over double. It was over double. The Becky-Charlotte the Becky Charlotte match was over double yeah. the length. That's what yeah. I said. Yeah. Okay. The Ronda match was half the length of the Becky match. Okay. Yeah. So the, the Becky Charlotte match was 28 minutes and 40 seconds in length, and the Ronda Rousey Nikki Bella match was 14 minutes and 15 seconds. That's right. And before the last match had even started, I was in awe that Charlotte and Becky weren't headlining this pay per view. It blows my mind. I realize Ronda is a super popular competitor, and Nikki is Nikki. Uh, <laughs> but we're also talking about Becky and Charlotte. Like that's kind of like the, the breadwinners of the WWE women's division. Well, I mean, it's also because they're on Raw and Becky yeah. and Charlotte are on SmackDown. That's the only reason. It's Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, Raw is always the A show for since the dawn of time. So, do you think if Ronda and Nikki, if it was tables were turned and Ronda and Nikki were SmackDown competitors, they wouldn't have headlined it? No. No. Okay. No. I just know how popular Ronda is, well, the and, thing I just, is and I know what Vince that's, is thinking. That's a really hard thing to say because I don't think Ronda would ever be on SmackDown. No, I. That's a good point. It's I hard. Just, it's hard. It's, I know. I know you're trying to make the comparison. It's just. It's kind of tough to make it because I don't think Ronda would never be on SmackDown. Yeah. But but I I see which I see where your head's at and because it's good advertising. Yeah. Ronda's face in the WWE right yeah. now is huge. That's right. Some people are even saying that she's technically going to do. She's the most popular wrestler out of out of them all now that roman and cena are leaving so yeah it's hard to say probably it's weird like popular wise i'm not right. saying anything no else. i know totally what do you think of the match um you know the, the match was it was all right well let's discuss what we originally thought per se um because uh it was nowhere near as good in my opinion as the, the becky charlotte match oh was. no no like you'll you'll i'm sure agree with that um, well, what did you, what did you give it? Like, I, I gave it, to be honest with you, a, um, originally I thought I gave it a seven, a predicted seven and uh, my final score in the round of matches is six and a half. So it was pretty close. Okay. Um, again, six and a half far, far from a nine, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah, what I gave exactly. the Becky Charlotte teetering 9.5. Yeah. So again, just recapping, um, I assumed it was going to get a seven ended it with a six and a half. You assumed it was going to get a, a six and a half. 
And what was your score? A seven. A seven. Oh, we're going off backwards here. <laughs> and I also predicted that Nikki Bella was going to win yeah. this match. But that was also... We thought you were crazy for yeah, that. Yeah, but that was also because of my bold and fun prediction that Shayna would lose the NXT Championship match and then help Nikki Bella win the Women's Championship match. I actually like that guess. I remember you saying that, and I was like, that is a really cool... Yeah. If that happens, I would be okay with that. Yeah, but it uh, didn't, so... Nikki would have no business of winning that match except for help. Since she didn't have help, Ronda won it. Yeah, so Jimmer and myself both predicted Ronda. Uh, unlike myself, which predicted a 7, Jimmer predicted a 6. You predicted a 6.5. And, a half. and uh, in the end, what did Jimmer conclude? He gave it a 6.5. Oh, well done. Just like myself. A half point higher than his earlier prediction. Yeah. So it sounds like you and I and Jimmer were... Around the same money yeah, on this match. That's right. You know, there was Half some point here. there were some good moments. Uh, Ronda was really playing with Nikki at the starting of the match. I like that a lot, actually. It was kind of fun. I liked it, but it's kind of funny too that she could have finished that match right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nikki played the frustration pretty good. Yeah. And uh, Brie was playing the good heel on the outside. Totally doing some cheap shots. Yep. Um, I like that kind of. Sp- I like that spot where um, Nikki had Ronda in a kind of like a head scissors. Right. And as she was had her head in the head scissors, she was doing push-ups on her. Oh yeah, I thought that was pretty fun. That was a pretty, pretty cool cocky. spot. Yeah, kind of wonders. It. Makes you wonder why uh, Rhonda didn't have like a friend like uh, Natalia there by her side, just because she was in a match earlier. She can't be beside her. Oh yeah, to uh, defend guess, off Brie, no. Brie Bella. Because it was it was kind of like, it was almost it was almost like, Bell, the storyline was Ronda Rousey versus the Bellas. Yeah, it was kind of that kind of storyline. Yeah, so. That's I, I think that's why, but I mean, but of course it makes more sense if you have a someone new, someone by your side to even the odds. Well, that's what I would do if I was a wrestler. Of course. I'd be like, wait a minute, you're gonna have someone on the outside of the ring that could potentially interfere, and I get no one. Yeah. Boo. Boo earns. <laughs> Boo earns. <laughs> uh, did this match, according to the rumors, look rehearsed? Um. You know, I think we discussed it before. I think it did not. I think they did a pretty good job. Uh, it didn't look too robotic, per se. As you'd mentioned, there was some stuff with the screwing around with the arm bar and all that kind of stuff, and that I can I can break your arm whenever I want. Right. Uh, that, w- that was entertaining. So it wasn't too, too robotic. Um, I would say, if anything, the Trish match looked way more rehearsed because yeah. uh, it did look botchy and whatnot, robotic. Yeah, you had mentioned Leto's didn't look, very, didn't look too hot. No, no, not at all. So uh, I would say the Trish match looked rehearsed with Lita. Uh, this one, I don't. I, no, I wouldn't say that. I, I'd give them respect in the fact that uh, it didn't. I just didn't feel like it w- should have been the main event. I think the Becky Charlotte match should have been, and it was much better, anyways. I think most people would probably agree with that. That the Charlotte Becky match should have been the main event, but and boy, did they have cardio half an hour. Oh yeah, totally. That's awesome. Yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah. So that was the Evolution pay-per-view. We are going to quickly run through the Crown Jewel pay-per-view taking place. Is it this Friday, Mike? It is this Friday, November 2nd. So um, we're at a uh, stage in the game where uh, we're not exactly excited for this pay-per-view. It actually is starting to look like, um, I'm going to use this word again, hot garbage. Hot garbage. Because uh, between John Cena and uh, Daniel Bryan potentially not uh, showing up at the pay-per-view, that could mean that you may not see AJ Styles either at I'd the be, pay-per-view. 
leaving very few matches that we're going to be giving our predictions on. Yeah, maybe AJ didn't want to go, you know? <laughs> well, maybe he didn't. No. Oh, yeah, they just throw it on Daniel Bryan. Exactly. What do you mean? What do you mean, AJ? You don't want to go? Uh, all right. Uh, Daniel Bryan doesn't want to go. Hey. <laughs> I, I really want to go. Yeah, I don't want to go to Costa Rica either. <laughs> Saudi Arabia, and you're already there. You're not allowed to go. We're not letting you go. You're a flight risk. <laughs> flight risk. You always hide in the washrooms, and we have to go pee. <laughs> and no, you cannot sit on the wing. So why don't they just throw AJ style? I'm just kind of using process of elimination. So it's supposed to be AJ versus Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's not going. John Cena's not going. Why don't you put AJ's in John Cena's position? It's only logical. That's a really good idea. He's a champ. Well, well. <laughs> that means if he wins, he retains. Nah. <laughs> nah. Overthinking things. No. He'll fight like, I don't know, Ty Dillinger or something. So you had mentioned that AJ and Daniel Bryan are actually... Apparently they're having that cr- the uh, the title match tonight on as, SmackDown. As we speak, right? As we speak. Actually, uh, actually as we speak, SmackDown's over. Yeah. We already have, there, was already, there already is a winner to the uh, Crown Jewel SmackDown main event. <laughs> but we won't, uh, we won't break it to you because we don't want to, uh, we don't want to give you a spoiler per nope. se. So uh, let's run down these matches, give our predictions, give our, uh, our assumed, our predicted review. Yeah. Our predicted match review. Do we care? Do we not care? No, it's going to be probably not a lot of not cares in yep. this one. So first up, we're going to talk about the bar. Taking on the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship matches. Never seen these guys go up against each other before. No, we didn't. No, we haven't. We saw them fight SmackDown 1000, uh, the moderately okay showdown, and that's it. Yeah, and, and no other SmackDowns. They've yeah. never fought each other before that's otherwise. It. Those two matches, that's it, folks. Do the bar ever get tired of wrestling the same two groups of people? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. It's just it's very strange to see that. Like, don't they want someone fresh? Yeah, you would think so, but oh well. Because it's always it's always the Usos or the New Day. Have they fought the Usos a lot? They used to. Oh yeah. Okay. Feels that way. Okay. I know they fought like when they were on Raw. It seemed like they were fighting Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose like every week too. That's true. Yeah, if they were to fight them again, it'd probably feel like they just wrestled them too. Yeah. That's the thing with uh, tag teams. It just kind of it's very repetitive. It well, really they, don't, they don't really let other teams get any farther. That's right. They, like you've said in the past, you kind of wish everyone, there was no jobbers, that everyone had a legit chance. Yeah. Because it really limits the opportunity. Exactly. The choice. It just makes everyone, everything feel like the same. All right, so current champions are the bar. Do you foresee the New Day regaining? I personally do not. Too many title changes too quick. I think the bar will retain. Thoughts? I agree. You agree Cesaro, as well? uh, and Sheamus will hold on to the tag team titles, at least at Crown Jewel. Yeah. What do you think match quality-wise? What are you going to give this thing? Well, at the moderately okay showdown, I predicted them to be high because they on SmackDown, they do, they usually have good matches, but the but no, moderately okay showdown match was moderately okay. Yeah. So I'm going to give this match the same grade, moderately okay, 6.5. And that's exactly what I'm giving it as well. I don't think it's going to be anything special. 
I think it's actually be quite blah, quite whole hum. Yep. It might even be a six. That's right. So giving it a six and a half to be kind. I won't be surprised if I walk out of this as with a six. But you never know. Sometimes the new day blow our minds. Yep, that's right. Never know. Never know. Never know. Never know. Okay, next up, the WWE World Cup. The winner will be the best in the world. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> For whoever's left. That's right. To actually, go to the show. Actually, uh, it was funny when uh, Shane McMahon was uh, promoing the, this uh, World Cup match yeah. last week on SmackDown. And he's like, this tournament has decided to find out who is the best in the world. And all of a sudden you hear the CM Punk chants. Oh, CM Punk, CM Punk. He probably didn't even think of that. Actually, actually, he actually had a good answer for them. Oh, okay. He goes, so, he, so he hears the chant. He's like, I don't believe he's in the tournament. <laughs> he acknowledged yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny, though. Yeah. He acknowledged it in a funny way. That's right. I uh, had a little chuckle. <laughs> so uh, the match, so the confirmed superstars are from Raw. We've got Kurt Angle. Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler, and John Cena. Oh, scratch that. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Okay. I think they've even showed the brackets on Raw. I think the match, I think the first round is going to be Kurt Angle versus Dolph Ziggler. And Seth Rollins versus John Cena. Scratch that. Bobby Lashley. Wow. That sounds really exciting. (laughs) Yeah, it does. And the four SmackDown guys are Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, the Miz and Rey Mysterio. Are you excited for those ones? Miz uh, and Mysterio might be all right, but they're Hardy not fighting Orton each might other. Be okay, they're, oh, they're not. No, these, oh. it's going to be um, the Miz versus Jeff Hardy and Ratney Orton versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, Orton Mysterio. Yeah, that, be that fun. could be good. Yeah, uh, Hardy Miz. Meh. Eh, meh. Eh, eh, so so, not so bad. Yeah. It seems actually like the SmackDown matches will be better than the Raw ones. Yeah. Seth versus Bobby Lashley. Boo. And be fun, but Bobby Lashley so? hasn't shown his uh, Lashley. greatness. I, I'm not a Lashley fan whatsoever. No. And uh, Angle versus... Angle versus Ziggler, I think it would be pretty good. Yeah, you know what? That could be a sleeper. That could that could be the match. Yeah. It could be the match. They're both uh, former wrestlers. That's right. So who do you think will be the ultimate winner? And who will be cl- proclaimed the best in the world? I think Angle. You think I've Angle? Been, yeah, I've been guessing Angle since this quote-unquote tournament was put together. I didn't think it was going to be Cena. Um, although, Cena would have been a good guess, especially if it's best in the world. Right. Uh, but I think Angle. I so, I think Angle, too. You do, eh? Yeah. Um, predicted match qualities. Uh, yeah, we might as well just throw some numbers out sure. there. Uh, what's the first one? Angle, uh, Angle Ziggler. Ziggler. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll give this one a reasonable one. Uh, seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. Right on. Sounds good. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. I was going to say eight, but I don't, know. I don't know. I think that's overreaching. I was tempted to say eight. I also... If it was Angle in his prime versus Ziggler in his prime, it'd be like like 9.5. Even Ziggler right now with Angle in his prime would be really good. Yeah, well, I consider Ziggler, Ziggler in his prime like the current Ziggler. Ziggler yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel Ziggler's actually going to have to carry Angle in this match. He may. He may. Yeah. Actually, this is Angle's first singles match, I think. I think it is. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. not had a singles match. No. Yeah, Survivor Series matches, Greatest Royal Rumble matches, yep. tagged with Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, but yep. no, not a singles He's match. He's always had someone to lean against. Yep, the Shield. I actually thought his first singles match was going to be against Baron Corbin. So much for that. Yeah. 
Uh, I thought his first single match was going to be against his son. Yeah, no kidding. Or or anyone else that would have made more sense. <laughs> but it didn't happen that way. No, it turns out it's going to be Zolf Ziegler. Yeah. Which is quite fine. Yeah, it should be all right. Yeah. Uh, what about Bobby Lashley taking on Seth Rollins? Ooh. Uh, I will give this one um, a six. Six, eh? Yeah. Not going to give it very good. I think I have nothing against Seth Rollins. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's Bobby Lashley that's just a clumsy tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty in my, much, eh? In my opinion. Yeah. It's really too bad. Yeah. Not really sure what went wrong there, but just not in the cards. It's him. It's all him. He's not good in the mic, and he's he's not not an amazing wrestler. He's got power. Yeah. Amazing power. Oh, amazing power. Looks amazing. Yeah. Looks and, like money. Smells like money. Yeah. But he doesn't wrestle like money. And 2018 Brawl for All champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So he doesn't need to be best in the world. He's already the Brawl for All champion. That's right. So I'm going to give this match 6.5 out of 10. Six and a half? Yeah. That's fair. Next up, we've got uh, Jeff Hardy taking on The Miz. We just kind of met this around a couple minutes ago. What do you say? You know what? Jeff Hardy, Miz. Seven. Seven? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'll give it a seven. Okay. Sixth. Six. Six. Oh. It's pretty by the books, by the numbers match. Nothing too, predict- nothing too unpredictable in this one. Okay. Uh, Miz. Oh, sorry. Uh, Rey Mysterio. Against Randy Orton. Rey Mysterio Orton. I'm going to give it an 8. An 8. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be a smooth, quick match. Yeah. Orton's going to get some wicked RKOs out of nowhere. Oh, yeah? I think uh, Rey's going to do some crazy stuff. Kind of David Goliath kind of stuff. Orton's going to tower over Rey, you know, yeah. obviously. I think these two have definitely wrestled before, I'm assuming. Yeah, they have. Yeah. I couldn't they fought, like, not. way back in the day. Yep. Who do you think is going to win the match, though? Actually, we never gave our predictions who will win the match for any of these. Um, World Cup. You know, we gave our, I think... They gave our, we gave our predictions who will win the World Cup, but not who will win at least first round matches. Who's going to win the matches? Yeah. It's but, tough, but I think Mysterio is going to win. You think so? I yeah, think so, too. I think they want Mysterio to win. I'm just ignoring all storylines and predict. You know, I've been predicting that Orton... Is next up in line for the championship. Right. I'm, I'm ignoring that 100% for this pay per view. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I think Mysterio will win. I think, obviously, Kurt Angle will win. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And uh, what's the other match? Oh, uh, Lashley Rollins. Uh, Rollins. Rollins? Yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts on those four? I think I'm going to give uh, Mysterio the win in that match, but I'm going to give The Miz the win in his match. Okay. And of course, I since I predicted Kurt Angle to be winner, he has to we beat the first round. So sure, Kurt Angle, and Lashley and Rollins. I think Lashley's probably gonna win. Oh, okay. I get a feeling Ambrose is gonna take play a part in it. Oh, that's a really good guess. Okay, okay, but I'm gonna stick to my guns. Sure. Um, I guess another important thing is who Bobby Lashley's replacing. He's replacing John Cena. Yeah. So John Cena was going to fight Seth Rollins. I guess so. And it's a pretty good guess that he would have beaten Seth. So, it's you know, true too. That's an interesting way of looking at it, siding with you yeah, again. Yeah, right. But, you know what? I kind of do want to change my guess, but I'm not going to. I'll stay okay. Seth. Yeah, stick with Seth. Seth is really popular, and that's, that's why I'll stick to my guns. Sure. So, next up, we've got the uh, the old timers match. No, best of attitude era. Oh, pretty old timers, too. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, like 100 years between the four of these guys, I think, or so. <laughs> oh, God. Way more than that. So we've got Degeneration X. 
Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels this week actually showed his bald head. Oh, he did, eh? Yeah, but he's wearing some kind of weird... Bandana still? Bandana. Look like a big nightcap. <laughs> oh, no. It really was weird. I think it might have been like a skull cap, but like the skull part was cut off. It was just... <laughs> anyway... Just like Joe Pesci in Home Alone, where he gets his <laughs> top of his head burnt off by the torch at the door. That's <laughs> a classic moment. Love it. Greatness. And they're taking on the Brothers of Destruction. The Mayor. <laughs> I'm the Mayor. And The Undertaker. <laughs> the Mayor Mark, of Death Valley. Mark Calloway. Standard person. Marky Mark. Mrs. McCool. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. McCool. Ooh. Ooh. I'll make you famous. So what do you th- so what do you got? What are your predictions on this match and who do you think's going to win? Well, I just want to say one thing. Who on earth are the heels in this match cuz I think it's Undertaker and Kane. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I think you might be right, but it's hard to say. It is hard to say. Uh who do I have in this match? I'm tend to think DX could win this one. You think so? Yeah, just because they're kind of being portrayed as the good guys. It's tough, eh? It is. Yeah, I'm going with DX. You're going with DX? I am actually going with DX. I think DX will probably win. I agree. What do you think of the match? Uh, well, (laughs) not very good. No. No, not very good. I I think it's going to actually suck monkey chunks. Ouch. I don't know what that means. The worst kind. Suck monkey chunks. Uh, I am going to give it a, uh, let's say six. Comically bad. Or <laughs> six. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Uh, I'm going to go 5.5. You know what? That's too, that's being generous, actually. 4.5. Yeah. I have absolutely no interest in this match. I fast forward all the segments that they're in. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like it. Throw Make it, it go away. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Uh, I think Triple H... Super talented still. Sean is going to be rusty, rusty, rusty. Kane is not the Kane we... Uh, <laughs> he's not the Kane of old, no, let's just no. say. Yeah, that's actually funny because he is Kane, the Kane of old. <laughs> Kane of old. And actually Undertaker is not, not very good anymore either. No. Only Triple H uh, hasn't really lost much of a beat. No. He's a beast. Yeah, Sean Michaels will be uh, a.k.a. the bump machine in this match. <laughs> You know, I think actually Sean may get the win on Taker. You think so? Which will prolong that oh, that yes. rumored feud. Of course. And then, and then you know, Taker and Sean will have another feud. And I think Sean might win that feud. Wow. So that, I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know what their, what their hopes are and what their goals are with these matches. Yeah, just end them. Yeah, yeah, it's time to get rid of these guys. Thank you for your service. I was thinking to myself, do you know who the uh, I think the longest full time uh, wrestler is right now? The uh, out of all the old. Who do you think that is? I think it's Orton. Orton. I think it is. Like full time wrestler. Full time. Yeah, Orton. Like we always hear, like, oh, he wants to take a break. He's gonna go part time. Never, like, never. No, leaves. he's always on Raw, he's on SmackDown on Raw. and stuff. And he's SmackDown. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, yeah probably like two thousand two or something like that. Because all of these guys. 
are part time. Lesnar's yeah. part time. Jericho's part time. Yeah. There's no no one else. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't Cena's gone. And Cena was has been kind of part timeish for a long time. So, you know, anyone else besides Orton? You got like the Zigglers. Yeah. I think Orton's been around longer. You got Kofi Kingston. Yeah, no, uh, Orton's been around. He's that class of 2002 that they always talk about. Yeah. Like, I think he was around in, like, 0203. Kind of, kind of, I think he kind of came up with Lesnar. He started with, it was uh, it was Orton, Cena, Lesnar. Shelty. Shelton Benjamin and uh, and uh, Batista. Yes. The Batista five of them. Yeah. Crazy. All <laughs> four of them made it big. Shelton Benjamin should have. But... Um, Missing something. Think, yeah, due to lack of charisma is what uh, charisma, Bruce Pritchard said on the yeah, podcast. Not that great on the mic. Not great on the mic. Not great charisma. Probably one of the best wrestlers yeah. out there. I think he, but I think I think Bruce Pritchard. Did he mention that Shelton like has like tons of charisma and stuff like backstage? Oh yeah, he's, apparently like, he's, like, fun he's a card and a half backstage. Yeah. And you throw him in front of the crowd with a microphone and he freezes. <laughs> Doesn't know what to say. Yeah, that's too bad. It is too bad. I always actually have classified him as one of my faves. I actually always call he. This is my nickname has actually been he's Mister WrestleMania because uh, he had such crazy ladder match mania those, moments. Yeah, those crazy ladder spots, eh? And those money in the bank matches. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, I was just thinking, longer tenured full time. He was even on Evolution. Who? Mike Kyoto. <laughs> Mike Kyoto. <laughs> my referee, Mike Kyoto. He's full time. Longer, longest tenured. Full time. He has been around forever. Yep. Imagine if Earl Hebner was still around. Wow. My goodness. He he still refs. Yeah. Not WWE. Is he Impact? No, he was on that NWA show that they had a few months ago. Oh. Or a few weeks ago, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Certainly gone down. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. What so happens when you sell T-shirts without letting the boss know? That's right. So uh, next up, we've got AJ Styles over Daniel Bryan. But we're not sure if this is going to happen. Uh, well, I think it might happen tonight yeah. on SmackDown. So, because we haven't seen it, let's just make it a prediction of how, how this match went down. It counts. It, it, it certainly does. Uh, I think AJ retains. I agree. And I think, uh, you know what? The match should be better than what I'm going to guess. I am going to guess seven. Seven, eh? Yeah. 78? Seven out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna give it an eight. You give it an eight. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an yeah, eight. That's really good. So. I'm nice. You're nice. Yeah. I'm nice like that. I'm a nice guy. Well, they say this. This would be classified as a dream match. They never fought before, right? Actually, they did. They fought that night after WrestleMania. Oh, I remember it. Ah, uh, yes. And they got ruined by uh, who interfered? Oh, what? What's his name? Hubcaps. Oh no, Big Cass. Uh-oh. Hubcaps McGee. <laughs> oh God, Lactato, Mister Mister Lactato himself. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, ruined what could have been a, an amazing match. Well, he's ruined lots of things. That's right. Did you ever see uh, Big Cass's like um, apology he wrote? Did he, I ever he, see it? Yeah, he basically wrote that he uh, he didn't uh, blame WWE for letting him go, and that he would have let himself go. Oh yeah, the way he acted. Yes, I yeah, think I saw that. It actually was a really good write up. Yeah, like he like basically unburned a bridge by doing that. Yeah. I think. So you could see Big Cass back. He might be back. He's young. Yeah, you you could even see him back maybe within a year or two. Yeah. Like that was a, like that write up was like probably the best thing he could have done. Yeah. Like they I'm glad they let me go. I was being unprofessional. 
I did all the wrong things. This, 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 and that. Like, oh, good. So well instead done. of saying all the wrong things, because yeah, if you wanna, if you want any future in WWE, do not burn that bridge. No, because a lot of people have. Yeah. So, good for him. Good for we him. Bug him a lot. Make fun of him a lot. Good for the hubcaps. Yeah. Get those hubcaps fixed. And meanwhile, his ex is super over right now. That's right. Yeah, and she managed to get another guy over that's been very quiet for a long time. No kidding. I don't know how that happened. Uh, good for him, though. Yep, good for him. Big Mr. fan. Mr. Killings. Yep. So next up, we've got the main event, which will likely be the, the final match. Yeah. It's uh, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Now a singles match because of the formerly Roman Reigns. Right. Not being in it anymore. Good luck to him. Yep. Best wishes to Mr. Roman Reigns and his fight with leukemia. Yeah, can't wait to boom and say he sucks yep. later on down the line. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they will, though. Like I said, he'll be back and everyone will be nice to him. That's right. All will be forgiven. That's right, forgiven. Your 12 Superman punches per match will be all but forgotten. <laughs> so what are we predicting this match? Oh, Lesnar Strowman. Um, I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Yeah. Who do you think's gonna and who do you think's gonna win? You know, that's a tough one. We always say Lesnar's gonna lose, and he always seems to <laughs> get that W. Sneaks um, one in there. So this is for the belt. Is it, it is not? for the Universal Championship. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see Braun Strowman. You think Braun? I Strowman. think they're finally gonna give Strowman the belt. I think so too. Yeah, you agree? Eh? Yeah. What's your what do you think uh, predicted prediction match wise? I don't know. It's hard to tell. I know. What did you say? Six point five? I think a six and a half. Yeah, six and a half. I think it I might be a little clunky. They're big guys, right? That's true. I'm gonna give it a six. You give it a six? Yeah. That's fair. Although, I don't know, I'm kind of basing this on their match that they had about a year ago, I think. Okay. They fought. But that but Braun Strowman's a lot a lot better wrestler than he was. Braun Six. Six? Six. Okay, again, that is fair. And mind, that is the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. That didn't take long. Well done. Quite short. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if it weren't for that World Cup, I don't know what they would do. <laughs> yeah, so we, we covered Evolution, covered uh, Crown Jewel, did our rumors. Good podcast, my friend. Well done, sir. Yeah. And I guess that's episode 85 of the RGW Podcast. So before we wrap this up, let's take care of a little business. Let's find out all the ways that you can put RGW Podcast into your listening schedule. Nice, nice. So, of course, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, Instagram by simply searching at RGW Podcast. You can find us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts or on Player.fm. You can catch us on ListenNotes.com, as mentioned earlier, where you can find all 85 episodes of the RGW Podcast. Very nice. We're on CastBox.fm. We're on PodChaser.com. Catch us on Stitcher.com. We're on Podbean.com. For you Spanish-speaking folks out there, you can find us on UBook.com. We're on Podcasts.com. And you can find us on our website, regularguyswrestling.com, where you can subscribe for the very popular Android podcast listening app, Podcast Addict. The mind and Jimmer's fave since 
day one-ish. <laughs> so, not much more to say, but we will catch you next time. See you on the flip side.